Hello, world. Good morning to Tech Talk today, episode 248. Oh, we'll tell you more about that clip in a little bit. But no, instead, we have news to get into. My name is Chris. And I'm Angela. Angela, 248 episodes of the Tech Talk Today program. Awesome. Yeah, and we've got some big stories to cover today. Uh, we'll have a little WWDC stuff to get into, but just a few things that fell through the cracks. And we have some big news stories that are probably, I mean, no coincidence they are announced today. It's huge news. So let's bring in our Mumble Room to break it down first. Time appropriate greetings, Mumble Room. Hello, everybody. So you probably all heard the news that Microsoft has acquired LinkedIn. They're what? Gonna, you didn't oh, hear the yeah. news? I didn't. No, really? I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, to the tune of $26.2 billion. Uh, oh, boy, an inclusive, inclusive deal of cash. They're going to have its own brand, its own culture and independence, it says, uh, in the Microsoft announcement. And Jeff Weiner will remain CEO Wait, or Weiner. Who? Weiner. Okay. I was like, Might be Weiner. I don't know. Either way, uh, there, there's Sache posing between them now as if some sort of ar- harbinger of things to come eventually. This is huge, though. Uh, this is huge. LinkedIn has grown like cray-cray recently. I just really – I just – I don't. I just don't know about like yeah. Facebook owning Instagram and 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 well, Microsoft owning Minecraft and now LinkedIn. Like just everywhere. Do we have to deal with these companies everywhere we go? Yes. Yes, you do. Yes, Our you do. Phones yes. Jeez. Yes, you do. Yes. Anybody in the mumble room have any good uh, guesses as to why Microsoft might be interested in uh, snatching up uh, LinkedIn? I don't know about that, but I think for LinkedIn, this is kind of a great thing. Oh because yeah. Because where were they going to go? I mean, this seems like the like out move. This is what they needed. To kind of cash out huh. those top guys. I can see that. what platform were they going to build into? Like, right. where were they going beyond what LinkedIn is as a core product? Right. I just don't see them expanding beyond where they are today. Besides, you know, adding the next billion users or something. Right. And and there was there is always sort of a ceiling there because Facebook's taking care of a certain uh, area of this. And you've even seen Google try to get in there with Google Plus without much success. Oh, my gosh. There was a guy in the shot room today that was just talking to another gal about photos. Photos is amazing. Just give Google your location. I mean, they know everything anyway. Like just oh, totally Google like photos? hard selling yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, was yeah. Google Photos is a, is is getting a lot of buzz. A lot of us. You're just sitting in the in the hospital and they're talking about Not it. The hospital. It's the clinic. Sh- it's a shot room. Yeah, it's a so, the shot room. Sounds like a bar. Yeah, uh, I wish. Give me another right, shot. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Rounds for everybody. Uh, all right. Well, I'll, I can I'll, I can reveal my cards. And do you have a guess as to why Microsoft would want to jump into the social business? Also, a reminder: they have like a one or two percent share in Facebook. I would imagine that it is uh, for employee acquisition purposes. Hmm. It is a uh, better talent. Yeah, a tire. What do they call those? A, a higher acquisition or something like? They have like a term when you buy a company just for its staff. Mm-hmm. Well, I well, turn- no, 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 not just for its staff, not for the staff, but for the fact that those LinkedIn profiles like would be available to them in an instant. Oh, there you go, right there. I think you just cracked it. Yeah, in fact, uh, we go to uh, Mary Jo Foley over here. <laughs> Mary Jo Foley, expert Microsoft writer. Oh my god, I love this music. <laughs> She says that it's all about that data. That's what yeah. you're really it's, saying. Yeah, that's, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Microsoft and, and LinkedIn have been building largely non-overlapping graphs of various kinds of data pertaining to business professionals. That's the real key to Microsoft's $26.2 billion LinkedIn deal. Think about it like this. They're going to have a perfect graph of corporate structures, who's worked where, where they've moved to, the different positions within companies, all of a sudden, they have just now gotten all of this data as one of their divisions. Just brilliantly snapped into right to a... And, and what does Microsoft make most of their money from? 
Business. Business. This yep. is brilliant, really. So I – who wants to – like I wish I had a red book for uh, Tech Talk today. <laughs> I know, right? How long then before Microsoft acquires Monster? Oh, interesting. Uh, here's, here's an interesting scenario that Microsoft uh, shows as an example of potential integration or Barry Joe Foley is calling this one out. Some of the potential scenarios officials are envisioning includes better uh, information built into Microsoft CRM products, Office 365, and Cortana. Into LinkedIn? It, like they could take LinkedIn. Like here's Cortana saying, "Hi Jen, you've oh been, you gosh. have a meeting with Sam next. You and Sam both went to the University of Washington, and you both know Cindy Smith. Good news, the Huskies won last night's game." Oh, oh, here's your really pathetic, superficial small talk prep. <laughs> oh, it's so awful. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's got to be about the data. It's got to be about the data and making Clippy even better than before. Hey, don't forget to bang suggest. Um, there's, there is a good title there with Microsoft being a monster. Yeah. Uh, also, think about this. Bing, too, could benefit from integrating LinkedIn data by being the best professional search that's what Microsoft oh, sure. officials believe, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. That would enhance. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, this makes me so glad I never broke down and created a LinkedIn account. <laughs> like, I have so uh, many rec- I guess I have them, and people are constantly asking me to validate I know. them. Via, I, I know. It's so annoying. I don't know what yeah. to do with it. I, just, I know. Okay, anybody in the mumble room, a, a LinkedIn fan, or, or find it has been a useful tool for them? Because I'm just not the right person to advocate for this. To me, it's it's just uh, it's like one more social network I don't need. WWNSX? Yeah. I've been going through a job search, and uh, LinkedIn was just a, a source of spam for me. Mm. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, on, honestly, for me, like, it, like it's been a, a way to connect to people I already know on a different, like, network, and it's it's pretty much not useful for job searching at all. And now with this, I'm going to be going and asking them, hey, can you delete everything from your database <laughs> and then delete my account? I, I'm trying to get as Microsoft free as I can. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if Microsoft is envious of Google for all of the you know customer knowledge that they have out there, you know, could Microsoft see this as a way to you know, hey, let's link this up with Cortana data or Bing data or whatever, so we you know we have this more attractive set of people to shop around to advertisers. You know, and Sweetloo is sort of bouncing off that on the point of where was LinkedIn going to go. They just had that massive password database leaked that uh, a lot of people have been using to hack accounts, too. So they've had a lot of bad... They were sort of back on the ropes already as this came about. It's a good point. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <It's not> a, <laughs> uh, all right, so are we ready to shift gears away from Microsoft? Today is really... I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of funny, the timing of this announcement, because today is WWDC. Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference, the only really big conference they have left. A lot of things were announced, but I, I wanted to address this one first because uh, you're an Apple Watch user. Are you, st- are you still? Of course. Well, I think you're going to like a lot of the improvements to the watch and specifically. To so, this one, right? Not yeah. the second version yeah. that I'd have to buy? Okay. And some, <laughs> I'll, I'll show you a couple things. So here's a couple things uh, from their keynote, and then I'll talk, we'll talk about a few more that I think you're going to like. Thank you, Kevin. Good morning. I could not be more excited to have the opportunity to show you watchOS 3 today. I wake up to my favorite new face, just the girl I've been looking for. Now, in watchOS 3, you have a place to keep all of your favorite apps. You choose which apps go in your dock, and you choose the order. So a new launcher. I can bring up my dock by pressing the side button. 
So you press and the side I button. I swipe through my apps one at a time. This is the new launcher. Or here. lay my finger down on these dots at the bottom of the screen and fly through my dock to get to any app. Seems nice. better. Way better than the and cloud the thing, apps right? apps in my dock are live. So I can get a quick glance at information without even launching an app, like how close I am to closing my activity ranks. And the apps have been redesigned to put me within one tap of the thing I most want to do. Let's take a look at the timer app. One tap to launch it, and it's right there waiting for me. I can still set a custom timer if that's what I want to do, but the most common choices for a timer are right here on the screen. So with one tap, I can set a 10-minute timer and get right back to what I was doing. Even my favorite apps from the App Store can be in my dock, like Sweat with Kayla and Lyft, and they are lightning fast too. Let's take a look. With one tap, I can call a car. Now, one of the other things that they have, so the apps are a lot faster. One of the other things I think that you're going to like that they introduced is social sharing for the uh, watch, uh, fitness tracking. So now you can share your fitness activity with your with your friends and family, and you can compare their their walking goals with your walking goals. Oh, you can now. Yeah, that's another feature they're introducing. Oh, because so yeah, that's one thing that I really didn't like uh, have not having when I switched from Fitbit to this is because like it feels so lonely. Like yeah, yeah I, I hit my goal for 126 days. Who do I share that with? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, they have some new 911 SOS type features built in. So, anyways, yeah, I thought I thought you'd probably like that faster apps. Uh, Definitely, stuff like that. because even just checking my my uh, exercise circles and stuff, it's like three taps, like, mm. it, which it doesn't sound like a lot. And obviously, hashtag first world problem, but it is kind of annoying. All right, well, this is one I think that this is something they needed to respond to. You were just talking about the big this news one. and photos this year. Is advanced computer vision. So this is a response We're to Google Photos. Advanced deep learning techniques to bring face, facial recognition to the iPhone, and it's all done locally on device, taking advantage of the power of the advanced silicon in all of our iOS devices. You can get all of your most important people automatically built into pre- people albums for you automatically, and all done with your privacy protected. Now we're applying the same kind of technology with deep learning to object and scene recognition as well. In fact, we do 11 billion computations per photo to be able to detect things like there's a horse, there's water, there's a mountain. And with this, you can do really powerful searching on your device. So okay. what do you, what do you think right. of that? All right, so I'm going to nickname him Eyebrows. Um, this <laughs> That's Craig been, Federici. This would have been... The Chevrolet Volt is unlike any other electric car. There you go. Did you know okay. that about the Volt? <laughs> they just autoplayed another video. <laughs> okay. uh, anyway, this would have been really handy to know because that guy in the shot room was sitting there saying, yeah. you know, I can look for my grandson's yeah. name, John right. and Beach. Right. And it shows all that. And I'm like, yep. yeah, yep. yeah, that's definitely better than anything. I, I, was, that I was just saying on a quarter radio, the thing I like about it is my photos are super valuable and important to me, yeah. but I never sit down and organize them ever. Right. right. And so the fact that I can just say uh, grandma hugging or, you know, Marianne hugging Dylan or something like yeah. that, I can. You know, I can say these different things in an right. automatic. That is really nice, and it, but it does mean turning over so much information to Google because it's not just see when people right. when people talk about it, they talk about well, it's got your location information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing. They're also doing facial recognitions of every person in that in that photo. They're looking at where Objects you're taking and, that, yeah. and they're they're literally building. They are building your real social graph. They know who your family members are. They know the whole. They can know right. the whole home. The whole home structure by analyzing these photos, where they're taking out at the time they're taking it, just adds additional information. But it's just the beginning of the information they get. So the fact that this is done on device locally using your iPhone or iPad's processor, 
or your Mac, because it also works yeah. for your photos for the Way Mac. Way more secure. Yeah, because in the, in the shot room, I was like, well, I photoed as facial recognition. But it kind of sucks. <laughs> you yeah. know, it does suck. But so this is really great. Yeah. What do you think, though, Mumble Room? Can this be as good as Google's machine learned deep learning cloud that uh, is going to have input from users all over the world and they're already well into this ball game and in the cloud you can throw a lot more processing power at this so is this going to be good enough i honestly don't think so considering that um google has a, a head start and they have their customized um processors for this so they're playing catch-up right now yeah huge google. head start they have a google has a huge head start but now, so that was attractive to you on on the Google side. Mm-hmm. But would would an Apple user that was using Google Photos now switch back to just using the Apple? Maybe product? because see, part of this is iCloud is also supposed to be. I don't really necessarily agree with this concept, but iCloud is also a photo storage mechanism. So iCloud is the backup part, uh, where Photos is also offering backup. Um, I don't know. You know, the, thing, the really nice thing about Photos is it's cross-platform. It's Android and iOS, right? right. Which is which is very valuable for me. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. When I had my iPhone, I used Google Photos simply because I knew I might go back to Android and want my photos over there, and I figured it would just be easier for cross-platform. I like the dramatic music. Behind yeah, right. That's cool. That's nice. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's you can share them online very easily. You can generate URLs for them and all kinds of stuff. But I think it's – I definitely – here's what I do like about Apple's approach. I'm glad somebody at a large scale with a huge user base is trying this, and they're trying to do it in a way that respects your privacy in theory. Yeah. So those things I do like about it. Okay. Uh, let's just wrap up our Apple stuff. Two more quick announcements. I mean, there's a ton of stuff, but you guys can find information all over, all over the place. There's just a few other things we wanted to cover that maybe aren't getting as much discussion. Uh, the one that is probably getting the most right now is Mac OS X is being renamed to Mac OS, just Mac OS, lowercase Mac. It's a good um, idea. They're introducing Siri to Mac OS. So about five years from now, Windows won't be numbered anymore either. Yeah, probably. Uh, what do you think about Siri and Mac OS there? You, uh, you ever use that? You don't use Siri on your... I. I have made a commitment last week to try to start doing it. And every time I open Google to type something, I'm like, I should have used Siri. <laughs> but I haven't yet. But I you will. Use, you know what? You you should really Everything use the reminders. I'm, I'm constantly and Googling. Notes. Yeah, probably. You know, like, know. hey, 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 Shlomo, uh, take a note. Or, hey, Gizmo, uh, when I get home, remind me to. I know. That kind of stuff. Because the other thing is you could trigger it from your watch really easily. Yeah. You just do it. Uh, anyways. This is the big story from, uh, from WWDC that wasn't actually announced. And those of you that have uh, listened to me rant on the live streams a few times know I'm, I'm really, really excited about this feature. Apple has introduced – what is that? What I are you doing? What, what are you doing? Why are I, you – every trying... time you reach down there, it makes that noise. Yeah. Stop reaching down there. Well, I reached down there to try to stop the noise. So I was trying to figure out what that noise was. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So okay. App, Apple is introducing a brand-new file system. They're getting rid of HFS Plus, and they're introducing a copyright a copy-on-write file system designed for flash storage. That sounds scary. Yeah, it could Great. be. Yeah. Yet another copy-on-write file system. I know. I know it's probably it, not even it's a fl- not sufficiently tested. Probably. Well, they're they're gonna test it at scale because it's meant for iOS and uh, Macs. Wow. Yeah, they're gonna test it. I the only William the only way this could be great, right, is if it's forked off an already mature mm-hmm. code base. Mm-hmm. It, I guess it's feasible. It could be ZFS under the covers. But don't you think they'd, they'd be saying something? Right? It sounds. I think the way that's written, it sounds like it's an in-house invention. Mm. Probably is. Because they specifically targeted having all of the feature sets that HFS Plus has today. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be REFS, but 
for Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's going to be available in OS 10.12 or Mac OS 10.12, I should say, which will be about uh, in beta soon. And you can create it uh, using dis- the diskutil command. So it looks like it won't even be available in the GUIs yet. But that replacing HFS, that's been coming since the 80s. So there you go. That's our quick roundup of the Apple news. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, we should probably – I don't know. Anybody else in the mum room have anything else that was announced at uh, WWDC that you think is worth mentioning here in the show or we're talking about? New iOS features, new alerts looked pretty nice. I think you're – as an iOS user, Andrew, I think you're going to really like the new update, especially Sweet. when you get the SE. I think you'll – Yes. I think you'll really like it. I'm excited for that. Um, and uh, the, uh, the, Siri, the Siri integration on the Mac, eh, I think it's probably going to be as relevant as Cortana. Mm. Now, this is great. I love it when you have an existing piece of hardware and it gets new features, like the I, watch, Yeah, right? I can't wait. I, I saw what web page you have up. Yeah. I am, I am really happy. Uh, so Plex has announced that they've worked with NVIDIA to update the NVIDIA Shield. And uh, the NVIDIA Shield TV, I think, is one of the best set-top boxes out there. It's, um, you can get it at different prices depending on what you get it with. But the Shield is just a super powerful Android TV set-top box that's – it makes – it, it, it honestly – Is it a Roku alternative? Yeah, but it makes the Roku look like it's from the 90s because it's, <laughs> it's super crazy fast. It's huh. got a ton of great apps. It has a really good, good hardware base for things like Kodi and Plex to just work perfectly. However, in my situation where I live up in the boondocks, I have – the worst case scenario for internet connectivity, connectivity for streaming Plex videos. Because Plex, it's sort of dumb on how it handles scaling. You can just go in there and pre-select a bit rate and it'll scale it down to that bit rate. But there's no dynamic scaling. So if my, as my connection improves or degrades as I'm watching a show, Plex doesn't respond to that. YouTube does, right? And there's really no way around this other than going to local media for Plex. And that's why I'm really excited that Plex and NVIDIA are working together to get a local Plex server now on the NVIDIA Shield. So what I think is one of the best Android TV and set-top boxes, I think it's great for for our for cord cutters out there, like members of our audience that want to watch JB content, YouTube com- content, and other online like Netflix, Netflix and Hulu yeah. and all this stuff mm-hmm. that's online now. Mm-hmm. It's, I think, the best set-top box out there. You can get one with a 500-gigabyte drive built in. Mm-hmm. And now Plex will be able to use that internal storage or an external USB storage and set up its own local Plex server. So now in Lady Jupiter, I'll be able to have my own local Plex installation and not have to be streaming from the studio or your house or all over the place that always cuts out all the time. Right. So that's great. Built right into the shield. That combined with Kodi, which is already on the shield, is fantastic. So in in case you guys use Plex or you haven't checked it out, you should check it out. And we actually have our own app. Mm -hmm. It's a a Jupiter Broadcasting app. App. Mm-hmm. You can just have it right up there with the top apps that you use. Yeah. Plex. Well, Plex is already the shield. Number. The shield handles HD content like a champ, and because it has plenty of memory and a fast processor, it's solid at like pre-buffering. So JB content is butter butter smooth. Like it'll pull down the HD file and pre-buffer it, so you don't have it skipping during the whole playback because it's got a nice amount of memory. It is a good experience. So I'm really happy that Nvidia is announcing uh, and and, and uh, Plex. Also, just a couple other nice things about the NVIDIA Shield. Uh, if you get the Pro version, you get a 500 gig drive. And also, it supports 4K video at 60 frames a second. I don't think there's many set-top boxes right now that do that. It's also going to have full hardware decoding for Plex playback. Uh, and because it, it has that crazy powerful NVIDIA Tegra X1 processor in it, which I've been super impressed by. So anyways, that's my quick review and plug for uh, the new NVIDIA Shield update that's coming soon. I think it's great. And you can get one with a game controller. 
Do you remember the handheld NVIDIA Shield that we had that the kids could play on all the yes. time? Yes. It's, it's the same concept, only it's a TV. It's a more powerful TV version. And they took that controller and they make a separate controller for the TV version. So you can – so <laughs> it also is like a game console. because you cool. can, So I have uh, – I have uh, – uh, DuckTales on there for the kids, and I have the uh, the Nintendo emulator, and they just love it. That's genius. Does Roku make a controller like that? Because I don't know. They make you use the wand. You know, yeah, like it the sucks. Kids play Angry Birds. Yeah, yeah, it is really dumb. Yeah, this is a full legit like it's an Xbox 360 style controller. It's mm-hmm. it's really nice. So there you go. Big big news for us Shield users. Uh, there's only a handful of us out there. That's why I'm one of the reasons I'm talking about it because I kind of want to. I want to advocate the, the NVIDIA Shield because I don't want them to kill it. Because I think, I think one of the tricks to making a really good set-top box is having a really powerful computer. And when you build it yourself, it can get big and loud. It, it honestly feels like I have a Core i7 computer hooked up to my TV. And it's just this little, quiet, thin, fanless NVIDIA Shield. And like we went, we went out to uh, Padilla Bay with the kids on Saturday. <laughs> and and is, are you sure it's Padilla or is it Padilla? I think it's Padilla. Huh. Uh, and on the way back, we had the NVIDIA Shield going and the TV going, and the kids were watching Harry Potter as we're driving down the road. Yeah. And the thing's solid state, so you know it can bounce around and it doesn't get nice. affected. And I just think it's really cool. Uh, all right, Mama, any thoughts on NVIDIA Shield or your favorite TV set-top box, since I just uh, loved all over mine? I know Angela likes the Roku. I do. Yeah, and it's worked, re- worked really solid for a long time mm-hmm. at a crazy great p- price point. Mm-hmm. And you can't argue with that remote that has the built-in headphone jack. That and uh, app where yeah. it, it can sense all the Roku's on your network. Like mm-hmm. we have, I have and three. It, on the on the t- on the phone, it just boop, 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 puts it, yeah. them all right there. So when when, Abby, kids lose the when remote. Abby brings the remote into the playroom <laughs> and nobody can find it, I can just use my phone. It's great. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, we're starting to see more of these boxes where I'm thinking between Roku Four and uh, Nvidia Shield. Um, you know, real 4K might actually be a thing yeah. by the end of this year. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a good point, too, Sweet Lou. Or, no, it's, it's uh, Talish. Uh, one of the advantages of NVIDIA Shield is it's also a Chromecast. So all the functionality you get from a Chromecast from a more powerful box, and, and so all of, your, all of my apps on my Android device support Chromecast, basically. So I find something on YouTube, and I can send it there. And VLC is adding Chromecast support. But what's really kind of neat, what's also kind of a neat social experience... Uh, <laughs> is um, when people are here at the studio, we have a Chromecast hooked up to the TV here, mm-hmm. and everybody everybody that has their phones, iPhones and Android phones, sits around the TV, and different people can uh, add YouTube videos to a shared playlist queue on the TV. Oh, cool. So, oh, you guys got to see this video, and then oh, the next person great. adds it. And so you have, yeah, you just have basically everybody adding their own YouTube videos to the playlist, and it's, it's really fun. And the NVIDIA Shield supports that, too, so you don't have to have a separate Chromecast, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great combo. And I would never have, I, I, I just never, ever would have thought I'd be sitting here saying, run Android on your TV. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like something I was ever going to say, right? Yeah. No. That doesn't, you know. All right, so moving on, guess what? We haven't gotten rid of it yet. We haven't. We haven't killed it yet, even though I'm sounding the alarm. That's right. It's time for our Kick It! Kickstarter of the week. And Angela found one with a bit of a mommy vibe to it. <laughs> yeah. It's called the Octopus with 1,162 backers. They have a goal of 50,000, but they've raged, they've raged uh, 117,000 with 38 days left to go. What is Octopus? Cue the hipster Kickstarter music, and they'll explain it to you. Octopus, the first icon-based watch that teaches kids good habits and the concept of time. All right. One, 
It's a watch that young kids can read and understand. Two, it's a scheduler that fosters responsibility, independence, and self-esteem. Three, it's an assistant that helps parents to prioritize their expectations and stay consistent with daily routines. No more power struggles. Enjoy family life and focus on what really matters. Octopus, the training wheels for good habits. Hmm. So I got this. I, I got have thoughts. One boy. He's about three and a half years old. So getting. All right. So uh, well, you guys, if you want to watch the interviews, you can watch the rest of the video. So Octopus, Ange, the first icon-based watch that teaches kids good habits and the concept of time. It's a watch. It's a scheduler, and. It's an assistant. Created by Joy. Okay. So one thing that the video like showed but didn't really mention is that uh, you can manage the to-do list from an iPhone for, or from a device. I mean, any device, iOS or Android. And um, when the kids do the task and they press that button, it sends the parent the notification that it was done. Well, we, there's a small glimpse of that in the video. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. but it wasn't. And people, yeah, it's not that are, clear. people that are listening don't know. Yeah. yeah. Didn't yep. See yep. That, yep. So. Absolutes. Um, anyway, it's um, it's interesting. Price I, is pretty good. Uh, one watch, ninety nine bucks. Originally, I I thought it might be kind of cool, but I actually I feel like it's going to train them to be hyper focused on that. Yeah. It's going to create yep. like a lot of OCD and yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, even though like it actually says that it's meant to help kids with ADHD and other kind of potential learning disabilities. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So I have some concerns, but I, I mean, I kind of like the idea. I like that they use pictures. Um, but then again, you know, like there's a glimpse of idiocracy in here. Like, so uh, we're not going to let them read. Obviously three-year-olds can't read, but still it's just, eh. What do you think, Mumble Room? I don't know. <laughs> I think it would be better if the kid was more independent, I guess. I feel like they could be too dependent on the watch. So, you know, I've read a study, and it was a long time ago. And so I don't, I'm not going to try to pretend like I have it memorized. But then I saw a headline seven months ago that basically reasserted everything I read in the study. And it, what it essentially said is, as an evolutionary safeguard, the human mind... When it feels safe to outsource information, like it doesn't have to rely on retaining that information, mm -hmm. uh, it will do so. And when there's information that it cannot that it that cannot feel safe, it will retain it. And you know, when I think about this, a good example that I think of is like uh, I, I couldn't tell you the IP address of the server here at the studio. Don't don't know. Don't need to know. Never need to know the IP address. But I could tell you that the IP address of the DNS server I worked on 15 years ago at Arlington School District. Right. I have that memorized still right. because there was no central database I could put it in. There's, there, DNS wasn't as big and I had to manually configure DNS all the time. So I memorized IP addresses. Mm -hmm. And I still have their whole IPS, whole IP scheme memorized in my head. Mm -hmm. don't, I, I know we're on a yeah. 192.168.0 here, but I don't know what, what any of the machine's IPs are. I don't ever have to anymore. When I can, when I, when I, same thing when I know I can Google it. Yeah, I can, I, or when I know I can say, "Hey, what was that uh, that place we went to with the kids that had the burger?" That you know, and, and you can say, "Oh, it was this place." I don't, I, I just outsource. <laughs> I what I worry about is this is training that behavior, which, if the study is correct, is actually an evolutionary behavior, 
It is training them to outsource all kinds of stuff to technology immediately, mm-hmm. which seems like in a very formative age to be doing that, too. Mm-hmm. And it also is sort of there are there are very got to get it done, got to track it, got to make sure it's marked right. off on the list aspects of it that feel like too much. Like, like I don't want to expose that to my kids until. Yeah. yeah, a prisoner to the thing. So like I have had with my Apple Watch, I have had a 126 day streak of meeting all three of my exercise goals. Wow. Yeah. And then She's Saturday night. I know. And it's important to me. <laughs> yeah. So like my life has been, okay, I'm going to get a shot and I can't be active for four hours. So I'm going to walk the Centennial Trail before I get my shot, get my exercise in, get my steps in so I don't have to worry about it later. Like it's, it's constantly on my mind. And um, Saturday night when, um, when Chris had the kids, I went and saw a movie. And, but before the movie, I walked for 28 minutes mm. in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. I only got eight active minutes from that, and I only had eight before. Do you go in and activate? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. An outside That's, walk. by the way, way but, easier than the new watchOS. But my heart rate didn't go up enough mm. to count all the minutes. Getting too fit? No. No, I just wasn't walking fast enough. But yeah. anyway, the long story long, for the first time in 126 days. You broke your streak. I'm free. I'm free. I'm I'm not cursed anymore. Like Oh, you broke it and now you're yeah. free. So oh. for the last two days. Go going lazy. F all the goals. <laughs> F all of them. I'm not getting my perfect June award no, now. No. I'm not gonna get my <laughs> no. you know, 127 or 128 days straight. This month. Like done. Just go on vacation. So for the month um of June. it's really interesting to be forced, you know, and I I was forced to like with my Fitbit mm-hmm. with stopping that, mm-hmm. I was forced to not have like that ten thousand mm-hmm. step goal because mm-hmm. on the watch it's based on calorie burn and stuff, not steps. Isn't so, it weird? weird how it does get in your head it is it does and i would be afraid for our yeah. kids if even, we got them this watch even people like 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 hadia who yeah. are like i would that would never get to me yesterday when we got home from linux action show she went on a jog because yeah. <laughs> she was so close to hitting her goal that she's like well i gotta get my heart rate up and go hit and yep. so yep. she went on a jog yep. like uh, and it, but but like fast forward a few months ago uh because uh, I'm letting her borrow my Apple Watch, and so I'm not wearing it right now. I yeah, try it, try the fitness tracking. Because she's up all day doing, mm-hmm. you know, acupuncture stuff, and so I thought, boy, she she she's gonna she blows through the stand goal like that's like no problem. But every now and then she doesn't hit those activity, and before she had the activity tracking, she never cared. We would go on a walk just just to go on a walk. Yeah. But now it's like that's the deciding factor. Yeah. We're going to go on that walk now. Yeah. In some ways, I don't actually think that's a bad thing no, either. No, it's not. No, yeah. And it's that's how I'm maintaining my weight too, which is important. And, and for me, I sleep better when I when I walk. Yeah. So yeah. it's like and but I'm not always motivated to do it, especially if I'm exhausted. Like today, I've, I've been on the air since 9:30 a.m. I'm not yeah. going to really feel like going for a walk after this. <laughs> but it right. would be better for me if I yes. did. Yep. Um so um at I I got out of the movie, right? You know, sitting for two hours. I watched The Jungle Book. It was actually, it was really cool. Is it like for kids or is it like an adult It could be for kids, Uh. um, but I I don't know. Yeah. I just did something weird on my laptop. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, and uh, so I looked at my watch and it was 25 seconds to midnight. Mm Mm-hmm. It was like a freaking fairy tale. I was about to turn into a pumpkin. You know, like I was, it was, it was Cinderella. I was like, oh, my heart sank. My stomach sank. I'm not going to make it. I just lost my streak. And I watched as the second hand hit the 12. And I was so angry. You're never up at midnight either. I was so angry. And the next day I was like, I'm free. I'm reading this book series. It's all about demons and stuff. So it was just, it was just kind of great. Uh, it, it was a good experience, and I, apparently, you know, good commentary for this particular TED talk today. So I find it uh, most likely the devices like this for kids, because I could routine see, is like, good for kids. Routine is good, yes. but this is like 
to the nth degree not okay. Here's where, of course, the price points are good. They look like very durable products with very limited feature scopes that would make them simple. But at the same time, I think to myself, fast forward two years from now, and we're going to have second generation Android Wear and Apple Watch and and Pebbles. Mm -hmm. We already have two or three generations of Pebble Watches now. Um, Those are just going to become hand-me-downs to kids. And Mm. it would be more about just targeting whatever those platforms happen to be the most common hand-me-down. It doesn't really need to be its own separate thing well, run by the Joy Company. Yeah, well, this, the thing about this one is the, uh, the charger base, it's a magnet, mm, right? Okay. It magnetizes to that's nice. a nightlight. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's like, it's like a little ghost-looking thing. Yeah, I did see. That's what that I saw a yeah, picture. In fact, but, they use a little ghost thing. And you have to things. buy that. So like when you said $99, oh. I don't think that includes the oh. uh, charging base. So that ghost-looking, the ghost thing is all over the place. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's that's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. Because the current App, Apple Watch charger and like the Huawei charger is just, the Apple one isn't too bad, but some of the other chargers are so fiddly. Also a Red Book prediction. I guarantee <laughs> that Apple's going to come out with something like this. For kids? To, to pair with the parents' uh, Apple uh, Watch. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I've been surprised that a few parents have bought their young kids' Apple Watches. Right. I was thinking about that on the way here. Like, I just, I no. It, you know, it's yeah. way too expensive. And, yeah. And way too easy to destroy. Yeah. Or leave. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's not even happening. I don't, I don't really know what the point is. Like, we haven't even quite got to the point of giving... Dylan at seven, a cell phone. And we He's asking like, for one, and we feel like we're behind the times because yeah. it's like the, my 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 friends at school have them, and yeah. we're like, no, yeah, not yet, yeah. Thanks so for playing. so is this yet another Kickstarter of the week that even with the parental angle, we are not going to say back? Yeah, really. Anybody in the mumble room want to say we should back it before we declare it a loser? Because I mean, that's just no. Well, okay, well, Chris, how functional is it? Because one issue that I've run. No, go Sorry, ahead. I didn't mean it. No, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> You're fine. No, I, I noticed with my, uh, with my nieces and nephews that, uh, you know, um, we tried to give them, like, the Fisher-Price phone to play with. Yeah. And and they saw right through it. Like, yes. Like, no, I don't want this piece right. of crap. I want the real thing. Our kids absolutely would, too. Absolutely would, too. Um, in fact, I I've, I was told this weekend by Dylan that uh, the next iPad we get sh- that should be new and that he shouldn't get a used one because that's not fair. He always gets the hand-me-downs. It's he his turn to get the next iPad. sounds like you. <laughs> he is. It is so scary how you he is. You get, you know, I move out of the house and you end up with a younger no, version no, no, of me. No, I, I, have... no, no, no. He was already. He was already a younger version of you. But, yeah. yeah I mean, it, it, really is, is. it is. Yeah, it it is, is scary to me. Yeah, yeah. Although every now and then he just goes full kid and he goes off into a into a kid uh, tirade that's like, okay, that's that's yeah. that's, that's that's uniquely kid. But yeah, that 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 whole <laughs> premise he had. So he's got he's got an argument for a phone. You know what he did the other day? What he had a sheet of homework. Well, well, okay. So he said, I don't have to turn in this homework, mom. And I'm like, what homework? And he pulled it. <laughs> he pulled it out of the recycle bin. And I'm like, okay, sit down and do this homework. But she said, I didn't have to turn in it. You're going to do it. I already know it. Well, then it shouldn't be that hard. He wrote down the number 11 for every single one of the <laughs> equations. Oh, man. That and is I'm something like, okay, I so done. you're going to erase all of that and you're yeah. actually going to do it. That is so oh, mean. Man. He has the ability to do it, but he just doesn't want to. And he writes like you, too. He feels like homework is stupid. It yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like it's yeah. going to be a struggle because I loved homework. <laughs> I love getting it done. I love doing Maybe it. It's and some sort of uh, reward system. I'm going to have to. Yeah. yeah. Um, Second grade is going to be rough for him. You know how I reward myself? How? Stickers. 
Yep, at jupiterbroadcasting.com slash stickers. I am not ready for this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> did you, not, you didn't even know I was going to bring this in no. you, did you? <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. So I've been working with Aaron Heimer. Shout mm-hmm. out to Heimer16. Yeah. He, uh, I made the PayPal buttons and provided him the sticker thingies, and he made jupiterbroadcasting.com forward slash stickers. stickers. Now, there are 10 on there. No, nine on there right now. Okay. Eight shows and one Jupiter Broadcasting. Okay. I like the I what you know if you got a laptop you need to put this on there. You know, the laptops are such yeah. a great canvas for this or also the uh the uh smartphone case usually could fit a Jupiter Broadcasting or TechSnap sticker on sticker on there. Mm-hmm. So these are cool $4 and 1 cent. That's yes. so okay. we're not we're not so, going to make any money off I did that. <laughs> well, yeah, so okay, I was actually so I was going to talk to you about Presenting oh, this sorry. to the patrons first. Hold on, I'm going to mute you. Hold on, hold yeah, on. Cut her get, off. Cut her off. To get their input on the price. Just, you know, okay, so the stickers cost uh, about a dollar each, right? So it, that's very transparent. It's about a dollar each. They're very high quality. And then there's the envelope, the time to stuff it, uh, and the uh, postage. And So we're doing it by hand to save money. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, so I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So the 401... It's 401 because um, I can capture it in, in QuickBooks as a sticker sale and label it as such so that I can pay our wonderful B&O tax on it and not ha- you know have a problem if we get IRS audited. So um, anyway, that, that explains the, the price. I think if you figure your time to hand package and, and, and seal up every single one of these orders and ship them out yeah. and the fact that like – I know at least some of these are like vinyl stickers. Are, they uh, all are. Yeah. So they're, these all, are, they're all from the same place. These so. are super high quality stickers. We and, we love these stickers. Yep. And I'll be adding more. Um, I The PayPal, they only allow you to do like 10 total. So um, I'm going to do another batch and that will be like Noah switched me to Linux and cool. Linux Fest Northwest 2016 and yeah. whatever other special kind of ones that I have uh, in my If drawer. we could crank them out, it'd be great. Like we were at Self this weekend, it'd be great. Or yeah, PSD I know. Can. I know. Is, this is, you know, Something early, Something early process. Uh, I think I'm going to print a report once a week um, and then mail them out. I'll probably send an email. if I think most PayPal, there's an email address provided. It's, it's this new. So anyway, if you want a sticker, that's a, that's a place you can get them now. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, show us if you guys like this by uh, picking some up. Uh, so that way, if, that way we don't go and invest a bunch of time and then not have it go anywhere. I, I figured if anything, like if we are, quote, making money on these stickers at this price, that uh, if you're not a, a donator or a uh, or not subscribed to Patreon, this is another way to give back and get something and, in return. Or, and decorate your gear, too. The stickers uh, go great everywhere. And we've, you know, we've made efforts to make them look clean and classy as well. <laughs> Um, Sticker I, liquor Angela. <laughs> uh, speaking of Patreon, patreon.com slash today is where you go to help support the entire network. You know, we just wrapped up 10 years of the Linux Action Show. I don't know where the next 10 years, who knows? I can't ever guess where the next wow. year is going to take us. Wow. But I, I would love to see uh, that, I, I would love to see crowdfunding be the main source for Jupiter Broadcasting's income in the future. I don't know how yep. we're going to get there, but it's with your help. Patreon.com slash today is where we're going to make that transition one day and where we need your help. And right now, we have some new benefits for our supporters that are pretty cool. Uh, like I just mentioned, the 10th anniversary of last. Well, if you've been a Linux Action Show fan for a while and you're supporting us on Patreon because you know we're we're good for it. We deliver. I mean, that is one thing you can say about JB is we we try to deliver every single week and we try to make sure every show is damn good. 
And if, if you've enjoyed that, if you're all about that and want to keep us going, patreon.com slash today. When you get access to that feed, as being a patron, $3 or more, you'll get access to all of the behind-the-scenes videos we've posted of the complete live streams. The 10th anniversary of Last is another example where Start you have the whole finish. thing. Yep. Um, and there's a couple of moments that we uh, just don't make it in the main show. And uh, those are in those. Those are captured. Also, the pre and post shows are in there. It's just a little something. We're still, we're still evolving that system too because it's new. Personally, though, we're still a ways off. Uh, but our next milestone, I, I need to re, I need to update the verbiage because it's our studio's not really new anymore. But uh, that camera mm-hmm. is the original camera that we've gone on the air with. And uh, so this weekend, Noah was in the studio shooting a segment. Oh boy! And he brought every in, time Noah yeah, comes. I know he brought in his camera, and and he put it in front of that camera. So it was actually I could actually see. Uh, our old camera versus a brand new camera side by side comparison in the studio with the studio lights and everything, and the blacks and everything were so much oh, better I on bet. Noah's. I and bet. I was like, oh, I really would like to replace the get the get the graphics. I don't know. I, I don't know what we go to next. Cause I haven't even begun researching. But if we get closer to our next milestone, I'm going to start that process. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's, I think it says it on there. The, yeah, the, yeah. The camera. Yeah. Yep. That's that's what I'm saying. That's, that's the, the next, next milestone. Goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are we are we are a distance from it. But as it starts to get closer, I'll start doing the research. I would love to uh, eventually maybe even go to 4K. Not to put out 4K video today, but to be able to do some really nice, uh, clean looking close up shots when we double when we double in on some of the shots in the studio and stuff. Anyways, we could do a whole shows about that in the future. But if you want to support the network, if you like what we've been doing. Want to invest in us? Got a little value from us? We also have a new cord cutter level. If you're a cord cutter and want to see JB go as continue as part of your content consumption, we'd appreciate that. Patreon.com slash today. And go check out that last live feed there. That was a, that was a fun episode. Yeah. It's cool to be able to have Noah in studio too. Um, I also posted uh, just recently the full live stream of Linux Unplugged. And I just as an experiment recently, I posted Tech Talk Today. Uh, yeah. So you guys can check those out at patreon.com slash today. Also, show notes for everything we've talked about today are linked at uh, the uh, JB website. Just go look for episode 248 of the Tech Talk Today program. And if you want to submit content and feedback, techtalktoday.reddit.com is where you go to engage in our community there. Andrews, is there anything else we need to cover before we get out of here for the day? Nope. Wow. Well, that that concludes the broadcast day for me then. Mm -hmm. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, Tech Talk Today, which is – or not Tech Talk, Linux Unplugged, which is another Mumble show. I'm not sure where I was going. So if you've been able to join us for Tech Talk, we'd love to have you join us in Mumble too. So let's just check all that at the calendar, jupiterbroadcasting.com slash calendar. And I leave you now with a vintage 60s commercial. Uh, You know, we had commercials sort of like this, but they weren't quite as in your face, so bonk, bonk on the head when Ange and I were kids. So this is a little bit before our time, but it's still still an American classic. See you next week. Signal, 6430, you hike! Time out, time out! Attaboy, Fury! Gee, does that look good. Boy, am I thirsty. This will get you back on your feet again, Pete. Borden's milk, the all-American drink. Ah, just what I need. Borden's milk is packed so full of power that just watching it pour makes me raring to go. Mmm, sure tastes good. That's a great picker-upper, too. That's why big football players drink Borden's. Some milk with the muscles in it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> let's try that play again. Come on, Packy. Hang on to it, Pete. Over here, throw it. Catch it, Joey. Touchdown! You kids can score, too, with Borden's milk. 
the all-American drink, the best tasting milk in town. Make sure your mom keeps plenty on hand for you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Bye, boarding today.